Oh yeah, Angus. Angus. Angus Young. That's right. He hasn't posted any pictures of him recently, so I, I, I words and they got a new cat. No, I asked her. Oh, did he? I'm die? like, hey, how's Angus? We haven't seen him, and she's like, oh, he's fine. Oh, but okay. He said he just like he's just mostly hiding now because of all the noise. Okay. Strictly and an they, outdoor they did cat get now. a new cat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he hides because there's you know kids and noise oh, and all that. Children. Remember, Angus for a long is time. From, Angus is from when Ashley lived alone. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, he's like living with all these people and a dog. Yeah. <sighs> Cats don't like that shit. Five. Four. <laughs> Four. Three. Two. Two. And one. Hello world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Okay, I am recording. Good. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. My name's David Auger. I'm on Twitter, at Glaucus. One, two, three. Joined, as always, by Bath. Hello, hello. I'm at H I V E R H U I T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C H I L E underscore <clears throat> Pepper on <laughs> Twitter and all the other platforms. That's right. Yeah, everything else that we do. Uh, we're the Happy Hour. Thanks for joining us again at Happy Hour on Twitter, not on post.news. Uh, Happy Hour Pod on Instagram, happyhour.com, and youtube.com slash happy hour. Have to doing okay. Suddenly. Two in a row. It's weird. I actually forgot to look up the last time they had a, a, a winning streak. Because it's been literally in in last year. They said, yeah, they said it during the broadcast that they hadn't won two in a row since, like, third week of November. Oh, wow. Yeah, December was a bad month for the Habs. Um, yeah. And all of that, despite the fact that abysmal injuries are now plaguing the team um what was i looking up there um we had the game against the rangers on sunday which i didn't expect them to do well because the rangers you know are ranging right now they're well, doing very well the rangers have been hot and cold a little bit yeah but have you have, have you seen the habs yes i <laughs> i watch both teams very regularly <laughs> oh yeah you're like a rangers like off team person that's right yeah i remember yeah. this now Interesting. Mm-hmm. Andre Miller, I love you. I can't remember. Andre, we, we really love you. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah Habs take that game 2 1. How about that? A Cole yeah. Caulfield power play goal, and the power play is clicking. Yeah. Amazing. It's weird. I don't know what to think about this team anymore. Who sold their soul? Who sold <laughs> their soul and said, you know what? I don't care about the draft goal. lottery anymore. <laughs> the team's losing streak is unsustainable. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how the Habs won a game and people are freaking out. Like oh, it yeah. ruins whatever plans that they yeah. have. Yeah. They're, they're just, it's so stupid. You can't enjoy one good thing. Habs are like, going to the playoffs. I mean, it's written in the stars. <laughs> written in the it's stars. It's going to be like 2021 all over again. Probably Perfect. Funny. I'm ready for it. Oh my That's gosh. Cool. Let's go. Um, 40 goal watch, though, for Cole Caulfield. That was uh, yesterday's game. It would be 82 games under Martin St. Louis. I don't think he reached that milestone. However, he could could reach 40 goals this season with the Habs. And that would be very cool. Because quiz time. Who was the last player? On the Habs to score 40 goals in a season. The answer might show. Stefan Riche. Who? Stefan Riche? Nope. More recent than Stefan Riche? Uh, Is it Vincent Danfus? Same period ish, I think. Don't. I I might be wrong. Danfus? Danfus. That's right. In 1994. That's the last time the Habs had a 40 goal goal scorer. I was two years old. Pacioretty got 39. Hmm. Yes. If uh, he was a better captain, he would have scored another one. Maybe yeah. he should have shot for the empty net again. Yeah. Cole's going to get more than 40. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And then yeah. finally, finally, we can just say, you know what? Austin Matthews, what? Cole Caulfield? Yeah. Fuck Who? you. Better guy in the United States development team anyway. 
Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Everyone should respect us, Matthews, for scoring 50 goals. No, I don't give a shit. I, I no. literally care <laughs> more about watching uh, as Geriatric the world turns. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather watch as the world turns. Damn it. Yeah. I would also rather watch that. Or I don't think that curling. still exists. Oh, it does. Does it? Soaps don't die. They just yeah, keep going. They just cancel over because it? like guiding light or something. And what about Another World? I used to be addicted to that one. Days of Our Lives in Another World. Um, I was reading somewhere about soap operas, not to go too off kilter. As here. the World Turns got canceled in 2010. Uh, <laughs> still alive in my that's heart. the last time Dave saw How it. How long was it around? Like 50 years. Uh, yeah. And they, but it says they only had seven seasons. So how long was a season? But there, it's it, it started in 1956 and ended in 2010. Could you imagine that? How long are the episodes? Like an hour? Yeah, a half hour usually. I remember half an hour to an hour depends. So then, this is what I was reading about with soap operas: is that there are soap operas out there that would take a good chunk of your living life to actually watch from like season show start to finale. Yeah. There's an anime yeah. like uh, like that called One Piece where I think there are over 700 episodes. But when you talk about soaps, you're talking about thousands. At yeah, that yeah, point. yeah. Oh my God. And you, every day, a new episode. Every day, yeah. a new episode. Like imagine like having to... Well, I wonder if it's like Jeopardy where they record, where they tape more than one episode a day. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, maybe. I would I would be so upset. Maybe. Um, anyway. Yeah. But in Chile, you know that in Chile and in a lot of places in the world, probably, you know, all over South America anyway, for sure. The telenovelas. Yes. Are, they don't do that. Like they're, 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 they last for a season. There's a beginning and then there's an ending mm. in this story. And then in the next season, it'll be four months with a lot of the same actors, but a completely different storyline. And everybody, at least when I lived there, everybody in the country watched it. Everybody. It was the news and then whatever telenovela was. Sighs in Spanish. Gasps. <laughs> They're so good. And everybody watches them. So the longest running um soap opera is general hospital oh it's that's still so, going that's a cop and out it started in 1963 yeah and it had two spinoffs port charles and general hospital night shift oh wow. the night shift when do it happens then there'll be some sweet stuff so okay how long has general hospital been going on and i'm pulling up hats 1963 oh you did mention that i'm sorry yeah. i think you did 50 60 years 60 years. 60 years this year. On April 1st, it'll be 60 years old. <laughs> That's anyway, God. Montreal Canadians. Montreal Canadians. That's right. Yeah. Kind of um, like a soap opera. They went, yeah, since we last recorded, the last game we recorded was after the Kraken cracked the Habs. Yeah. Apparently, the Kraken are one of the best teams in the league all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Freaking A. Um, We've had the Predators, which a game completely forgot about. The Predators, the Islanders, Rangers, and Winnipeg. Um, they take took three out of four games. Six points out of eight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's a little, little, little freaking crazy. Oh, that's why the okay. I'm, I'm now it's one of those things where it's saying, "What the hell was I doing Thursday night? That I didn't watch the game." I was at work. I was uh -oh. debauching. I. I have no idea what I was doing. You were drinking, weren't you? I was possible drunk on. Oh. Was that the Predators game? That was the Predators. That was that was um the oh, right. awards yeah. night. Okay. The Dundies. Awards night. <laughs> Not the awards. I was being facetious. It was PK Subban night. Oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cole Caulfield scores two power play <laughs> goals in that game. Um, follow, uh, also Jake Evans and Kirby Doc. Jake Evans, god damn it. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Ugh. It's a whole freaking thing that's going on with that. Um, I don't remember if this, oh, it may, may have been this game where they put Kirby Doc at center, the center of the second line. 
Oh, I don't remember. It may have been the Nashville game. And I know it was over the weekend because all of a sudden the team started looking like a team, you know? Yeah. And I really wonder, man, just that center position, as you as we've said, once Monaghan went down, you know, they've been kind of cycling through, not wanting to break up the amazing top line of Suzuki, Caulfield, and mm-hmm. Doc. However, now that they've done that, ho, oh, oh, buddy, things have been going good. Uh, Nino Niederreiter uh, opens the scoring in the game, makes a one nothing Nashville. But then, yeah, Jake Evans right after that. Kirby Doc, uh, minutes later after that, 2-1 going into intermission. <laughs> Philip Forsberg scores 12 <laughs> seconds in. Uh, then Cole Caulfield. Twice on the power play. Uh, yeah. Suzuki Drouin on the assist for the first one. Then Doc and Drouin again on the um, second power play goal. Then Yuso Parsinen scores oh. to make it a 4-3 uh, with Montreal still leading. And they take the they take the game. They won on P.K. Subban night. I remember that being the thing. Because if P.K. Subban was not there, the Habs would not have won the game. Oh, yeah. oh good heavens. It was impossible. Um, let's talk about that. And I yeah. never want to talk about P.K. Subban again. <laughs> Ever again. Ever again. Never again. I am so sick of it. I am sick of it. <laughs> I am sick of it. And I, I'm shocked about something that um, Arpin Bazu said during one of the intermissions. Like, I was shocked that he painted this as a good um, um, portrait of character. Yeah. In yeah, regards to yeah. Subban. But I'll let you guys lead off. Because I'm always talking. And I don't like it. <laughs> Do you want to start, Beth? Um, sure. Um, so I was at work. So I missed it. Um, <laughs> so let's start. I watched um, like clips and things. Like after I got off work. I didn't watch his whole speech. Um, just I wasn't interested in it. Honestly. Um, I'm really sad that Brendan Gallagher, uh, wasn't there. Some, I, somebody else said they were like, man, the meme potential would have been amazing if Brendan Gallagher yeah. lined up that <laughs> night. Um, it just, it made me feel sad, um, for a variety of reasons, but just like, it's like an era of hockey is ending. Um, and it's the era of hockey in which I started watching hockey, started watching hockey when I was 19 years old. So I was like in two, this is like 2011. Um, and like a lot of like 99% of the players that were on the Habs when I started watching hockey are gone or are leaving or are soon to be gone. Um, and like P like PK, like I, I used to love PK. I used to be like one of the legion of fans of his and just like, there are different things that he's done and said, and that I've heard about from various people, um, whose opinions I hold in high regard and who, whose opinions I trust that I just, they're left a sour taste in my mouth and I'm just not excited about him anymore. Um, and then I saw Carrie come out to do the triple five with him and like Carrie, like barely came on the ice and like they did the triple five and then they left and Veronica and I were talking about this in DMS and it was just like, it felt like seeing an ex-boyfriend that like you hold love for, but like, you don't get excited to see, or you don't really you don't miss that person that's in front of you. You miss who you were with before. Um, and it just made me really sad. Um, like, I don't wish ill for anybody. Like I, like if I never had to deal with PK Subban drama ever again in my life, that'd be great. If I didn't have to hear about it anymore, that'd be great. I don't wish him ill. Like I want him to be happy, healthy, whatever. Um, but I'm just not a PK Subban fan anymore I haven't been for a long time and I felt like um this this night again like I said I didn't watch it live I didn't watch his speech or anything but like it just the way that things went with this night it felt like um it it, it was like dollar store brand cola instead of name brand coke yeah, I did. I, I, I watched the game. I didn't watch his speech. I deliberately didn't. I just, I couldn't, um, you know, um, cause I didn't, anyway, I, I just, I just left that alone and left that for all of his, you know, fans to, to enjoy. So I didn't watch it, but, um, I did watch it back after the game. And one thing that struck me and that, that's why I was, um, DMing with you guys is that 
what we're talking about here and particularly listening to the players after the game, what they were saying, um, because it just, you know, they were given every opportunity to insert words of praise for PK Subban here. And they really didn't at all. Um, I think Cole Caulfield ended up, you know, talking about, yeah, you know, he was a great career, did great things for the city. That's, you know, that's kind of where I le- where they left it. And I realized, you know, that the speech that PK was giving on the ice, as if he needs to give this that speech to those to the players on the team, but he he was talking to an entire team that he never played with, never played with any of them. They, and you know whose guys they are? They're Shea Weber's guys. They're Shea Weber's guys. Yep. And they're Brendan Gallagher's friends. So I just said that, that I thought that that was interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, it's well documented here how how I feel that 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 night was completely, completely unnecessary. But the thing is, he is gone. And, you know, he, the fans obviously still have a lot of adulation for him. But I I, I just don't, I think it was, an, an, you know, an exercise for his ego, frankly. Um, anyway, but. The thing that embarrasses me the most about being a Habs fan is how unappreciative the fan base is of having had Shea Weber for a captain. And it's all because of this idolatry for P.K. Subban. You know, it used to be, remember how like for years it used to be, if you said anything that was against him online, oh my God, the wolves would come out it would be like you know ah you'd be under attack like you can never like you can never utter a word against him or you know you'll regret it and it's the same now like even now they were saying you might not like pk but please don't say anything today on his day like all of a sudden he his day die. became you know yes I'm like, is this his did, funeral? did he is it his die funeral? yeah you know it's like is, is he dead like Anyway, so, and but then, and, like as the Stu Cowan, um, I retweeted it today yeah. or something, but Stu Cowan, who we all know, you know, between you and me, I think. And everyone that listens and everyone to us. Listens, oh, yeah. And <laughs> I think that when PK left town and when he was basically signing his like exit papers was when that that end of year speech that. Stu Cowan gave him that question where he kind of basically said, wink, wink, nod, nod, Terry inspired, you know, and, or yeah, wink, wink, nod. yeah. Anyway. So I think that he was fed that question by Stu Cowan because Stu Cowan never got over it. It's been seven years, dude. The fact that the guy got traded twice after that or traded once after that and played like a taka for three seasons, all that he did afterwards was, you know, play badly and slew foot everybody. His his first season in Nashville wasn't bad, but his after, first season in Nashville, yes, that, that, that was, was. But that was his revenge year, right? Like his he career was, in he, Nashville wasn't all that bad. But I mean, no, yeah, until he was traded. Then but in he Jersey, was, he pretty much he became a crater. Yeah, he. I th- I think that when he wasn't on the Preds, he was motivated by revenge. Or you know, was he insulated really by Pecorine and all of the incredible defense core that the Preds had that year? <laughs> um, like Roman Yossi, for instance, right? Roman Yossi. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole thing is that it became he became this kind of you shall never speak about him in this way kind of thing. Like even when he was on the Preds, like they they made they made. <laughs> The fact that the Predators all went all the way to the finals was all because of P.K. Subban somehow when it was El Pekka Rene. And then yeah. Pekka Rene got blamed for losing when the Preds couldn't score for the last final three games of that series. God, who are they even up Marvel. against? Trying to re- Was it the Penguins? Uh, Penguins. Was the Penguins. Remember? Yeah. The Listerine and the fuck with Sidney Crosby. Oh, my fucking God. Water under the bridge. <laughs> Everybody was like... Okay, he went and pissed off Sidney Crosby. Was that Goodbye. the uh, and was was, <laughs> the was Phil again. was Phil Kessel still with them too for that run? Yes. Okay, yeah. so that was see. Okay, okay, that that was the Penguin Stanley Cup to lose, honestly, because they had the yes. three headed monster on that team: fucking Crosby, Malkin, and fucking Phil Kessel, and also that really fast guy that's now on the Rangers. 
Ooh, he was always on the line with um with Phil Kessel too. Jesus, Hagelin. Like, yeah, good call, Hagelin. That's right. He's not on the Rangers. He's not. Anymore. He's not with the Rangers. I think he he was with the Capitals. I don't know where he is now. Oh, because I remember Carl him. Him and uh, Kessel, I think, were lining see. together. Carl but, yeah. Hagelin. So the, all I wanted to say was when I saw, I have not watched that clip yet of Stu Cowan because I don't need to. The caption uh, is there, what he said. There'll never be a reaction like that to Shea Weber. And and you know what? A lot of it is that when, when PK got traded, the media, like their cash cow left town. So they couldn't stop talking about him. And like, <laughs> that's a good point. Right. Isn't it? was obsessed. Sue Cowan was obsessed. Um, you know, I don't know about the on, on the French side, but but they, they fed all of this rancor that was growing with that. Like, how dare you trade that guy for this Olympic gold medalist captain, a perennial uh, alternate captain for team fucking Canada? Like, yeah. that's that's the thing that pissed me off is how underappreciated by this fan base Shea Weber was like it just goes to show like it, it's it's kind of a cult like dare I say it having Shea Webin Shea Webin Shea Webin Weber as captain is the closest the Habs would ever come to having Carey Price prime Carey Price as captain honestly like, we all know, yep we all huh yeah like we all know like the Carey Price has like an invisible C or an invisible A on his jersey or he did. But like he and Carrie he and Shay are so similar and also they were so tight and so close and yeah. all this other stuff. Like that was the closest that we were ever gonna get to that. And it like don't get me wrong, like the day that PK Webb PK Subin was traded for Shay Weber, I cried. I got out of my eye doctor appointment. I looked at my phone. I started sobbing in the parking lot. But I also got over it. And I also realized like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I learned that it was an amazing thing for Montreal Canadiens. And it was all good. Like, I understand being upset initially. But like, change is not always bad. And change is inevitable in, in hockey, at least of all, or most of all. And things that are going to happen that we don't like, but sometimes it leads to something even more amazing than we could have ever thought might happen. Like a cup final. Yeah. Imagine that. And, and the that way came out of nowhere, frankly, yeah. ah. he was a beast. He was a beast. He was a beast beating the Leafs. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my Delicious. God. I had another point that I wanted to make just as you were talking. Anyway, the whole the whole thing the whole thing um, about like in this cult of worship is that you've got to be praising him all the time. He had a few good seasons with the Habs. God knows he was fucking exciting to watch and fun and funny and all of that stuff. But you know what really did he do for you? He made the pledge to raise all of that money for the children's hospital. That's fantastic and everything. Important point about that. Because people get that mixed up a lot. He didn't donate money. No. You know, let, let's let's talk about the, that charity thing there. Because that was a point I wanted to bring up. And that, yeah, he pledged to raise the $10 million. And where are the receipts? How far along is it? Is he going to die before he gets it? Or is he going to keep doing appearances at the children's hospital until it's done? And then whoop, see you later. Bye. Because he doesn't live in Montreal. You know? I don't know how all that's going to work out. I'm sure he's a decent enough guy to be like, oh, shit, I have to help out the kids in the children's hospital. Oh, yeah. Duh. Not yeah, not questioning yeah. that, but there are details about all of that, and I'm going to talk about a little bit of that once you're done. Yeah, okay. So the just the final point that I wanted to make was no rush either because yeah, just uh, just kind of um, idolizing him and all of that stuff. It's more of an exercise for the ego, for his ego than anything else. Like, I mean, people people like hearing nice things, but I mean, I think some people like it more than others, and. Um, Oh shit. And, 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 and damn it. I was getting to my point. Forgot it. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. He's forgettable. So until yeah. we hear about him again. Gosh. Yeah. It's I'll get into my thing. Um, so, you know, Beth and Veronica, you, you hit on a lot of the points. I mean, we like, like we've mentioned, 
I've heard from oh, people. I, th- yes. I thought of it. I thought of it. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the whole thing is um, when when it, there's a, this whole thing about praising and everything else. And the thing is, when he went on his like you know on his recent thing, I guess he was on a podcast or something, and once again like painting this whole picture of how you know, how devoted he was to the city of Montreal and he wanted to finish his career there and all of that stuff is it kind of like, it's kind of like a pity me. Like you can, in that scenario, either say nothing at all ever about it, which is what most players do. Or if you're going to talk about it, be honest. He, he take the, the fact that he takes absolutely no responsibility for how things went down and why they might have gone down that way really shows me that you know he's obviously very hurt and maybe he's incapable but i mean we've all heard stories right yeah and that's what i was going to mention you know we've heard stories um i've heard from former players you know just because of the fantasy camp and gang like some um stuff there but i'm not going to name names and say exactly what they said but mm, PK, mm, weird guy. Mm-mm. Um, but we've also heard from people that have interacted him out, interacted with him outside of having a camera in his face too. And he's not like the the idol person that you'd want to respect in that you know regard, right? It's such a it is a weird thing how the cult of personality around PK Subban developed yeah. in Montreal makes sense. Incredible player. I'm only playing hockey today because I loved PK Subban so much. I was like. I want to skate like him, not falling over all the time, not bitching at the equipment manager that my skate blade fell off or it's not sharp enough or you have to replace it after yeah. I slip on my own banana peel on the ice. Anyway, <laughs> you remember like, that? Not- you remember that game where he was like, oh, take off my skate again. Oh, my God. That was at the time I was like, yeah, take off that skate. But then replaying it, I'm like, dude, he was all over the fucking place. Anyway, scored some big goals, two of them. It's not where, like, I'm against anybody having a personality or wanting to do things other Mm. than hockey Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, if Brendan Gallagher was like, I want to start a line of um, houseplant planters designed out of football helmets, go fucking for it. I'm happy for you. I'm not going to, maybe I might buy one. Cleveland Browns because of Paul Byron, whatever. But, like, you've thought about this. I literally just came up with it just now. I was thinking of an example. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I pay attention to the Cleveland Browns because of Paul Byron, but um, like Brendan Gallagher can't cook. We are, we know this about him. It's funny. We make fun of him lovingly about it. Like we want to know about players and about their lives outside of hockey because we have parasocial relationships with them and <laughs> we, we give a shit about the team and we give a shit about the players. And like PK having the stuff that he did off ice, it wasn't the issue. It was how he went about it and how he let it affect who he was as a person and how he interacted with people. And then how the play, his, his play on ice was poor as well. That did not come out right, but yeah. Yeah. All right. I, um, um, where was I with mine? It was, um, yeah, the people that we've uh, spoke to with the team outside of the team, the cult of personality that uh, is around him, and then the donations for uh, the Children's Hospital, which is pretty much his bread and butter of, like, the foundation of people loving him. It's that how can you hate somebody that donates to a children's hospital? Motherfucker, open your eyes. Harvey Weinstein donated $4 million over the course of his terrible career to a scholarship for women directors. Wow. And you know what Harvey Weinstein did? Raped a lot of women. So it's like charity isn't the end all things. Like, oh, you gave exactly. actual money to a good cause? Wow. No, no, no. no. It doesn't, the, that doesn't ex- absolve you of anything. Privileged like, people use charity as a cloak to, you know, disseminate, you know, mm-hmm. bad press. They're buying indulgences. Now, now, I hope this doesn't get taken out of context. P.K. Yeah, Subban is not Harvey Weinstein. However... Yeah. I, I was also I, the other example I was going to use is like, well, you know what? Hitler liked dogs. Exactly. No, Hitler was an excellent painter too. Ish. Like some of his art was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't really it's see it. It's a lot better it. than I, I can fucking do. It's like Adolf. What are you doing? Regardless, P.K. Subban is not Hitler or Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. But 
It's the same <laughs> tactic of the privilege to be able to give a resource to, you know, people. And he didn't even give it. He's raising it for fuck's sake. Yeah. That's that's so strange. Yeah, he didn't give it. But oh. I, I mean, that's just been not enough people are reporting about it that way. So that's exactly. And I wonder why. Because it would look bad. Weird. Weird. Like people from other fan bases, that's that's what they're always like. Ah. Yeah, it's like How actually, yeah. The well, um, and also don't forget that Dave Pena. This was after the first season with the Preds, where they went all the way to the final. Remember, he's he's the guy that works with um our friend Bern Bernstein. Oh, Mr. Bernstein. Mr. Bernstein. He's a he's a he's a whip. He's a whip. Yeah, he is. So, so he yeah. said he was on with TSN 690 over the summer after that very first season where the Preds went all the way to the final. And he said, don't be surprised that he's going to get traded again. And you're going to hear a lot of the same stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, like it's, it's not all just smoke. Like, I don't think that there's this whole, you know, mentality or this whole collusion to say bad things about PK, but when he when he speaks about the situation as though he was a complete saint in the matter, I think is ridiculous. And people who intellectually admit, dishonest. People who can't admit when they've messed up really bother me. Um, man, I remember Eric Engels had the interview with PK after he left. He's like, "Are you worried about going to the United States and getting shot?" Do you remember that fucking question? No, but oh my god. It was it was something like that. It was something about racial um he, he I'm not a good interviewer. He probably said something along the lines of you worry about racial uh violence in the United States. Right. And Subban was like, I guess. I I don't, I don't remember his answer, but just I, that I mean, just that literally wrong. just popped in my head and I was like, "Oh my god. What a like, fucking yeah. weird time." Like I- been to nashville um i've been to both the fun side and the lesser fun side of nashville um granted this has it's been over a decade since i was there um but like once you get outside of downtown nashville like it can be a pretty sketchy place like granted i don't know if pk would go there had a reason to whatever um but like nashville is not all funding games honky tonk badonka donk whatever um so like it is kind of like a worry to have whether or not you are a person of color um or a child or a child whatever um or a cat <laughs> or a cat um but like that's <laughs> he's so, I'm so sorry um but he <laughs> um but like i just that's a that's a question that's a question that was asked of that's a, a that's a question African American uh, hockey player from somebody yeah. that's white in Montreal. Anyway, and that was a this. softball interview. Oh, of course it was because oh, my poor feelings are hurt because my favorite player's leaving. It's oh, uh, it, like I can't think of like I can't think of another comparable in sports where that's happened. Okay, maybe Gretzky. <laughs> I yeah, can, I can imagine people in Edmonton were kind of shocked when that happened, and all the yeah. uh, stuff with that. But yeah. there's more more to all the – there was something else I wanted to mention too. Arpin Basu oh, said something incredible during one of the intermissions of the game against the Preds. Um, I think it was, oh, who is our new John Liu? Kenzie Lalong? Oh, yeah. I yes. believe I... it was her and him. God, I can't remember. But Arpin Basu, he was sitting there, and he was saying this – like completely serious as if it were like a good thing. Whereas Arpenbasu was speaking to one of the people that worked at the hospital in what, um, in what manner they worked with the hospital. I'm not sure either like a nurse or an administrator or something like that. I'd have to listen again to the interview, but he's speaking to this person. This lady said to him that, um, she was talking to PK different degrees of separation here. She was talking to PK and she asked him, Hey, how, how does about the donation when it was made at the time? And she said, you know, how does the, the prospect of um, visibility, um, you know, how, how do you like that, that idea of it being like a visible thing that's happening? And she said that PK Subban's eyes lit up at the word <laughs> visibility. 
And Arpen Basu's like, yeah, he's just this personality. He loves visibility. That's why, you know, he did all these good things. It's like, Arpen, that's not necessarily good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it, that is such good guy behavior. That's such nice guy behavior. And yeah. if I may use the new Gen Z term, ick. <laughs> is, there, is that it? That really? is ick right it's there. Ick. Yeah. Ooh, ick is coming back. It gives mm-hmm. ick. Oh, history lesson. Oh, speaking yeah. of history, do you guys remember the show uh, that Tell the Truth where they have three yes. people? Yes. I like, loved that show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there's a new version of it. Like a, third a brand. Because there like, was like the that. original original, then there was one like the early 2000s. Yeah, where it, no, 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 no. So, no, like now. So the one that was like back in the 50s that Jean Balévaux was on. Yeah. All right. They get like three people and they have contest contestants try to figure out who's the real profession of the blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And um, I'm explaining this very well for people who don't know the show. <laughs> but there is a brand new version of that show out now. I think on like Netflix or something. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, like really? I was, I was, I was, was, I was version... getting my haircuts today, and I was explaining <laughs> to my barber, "Oh yeah, the show was like in the fifties." He's like, "Oh no shit!" I was like, "Yeah, okay." Anyway, so that's just... that's what dudes talk about at the barber shop. No, I love it. No, so like when I was sick home from school, like there was a version that I used to watch. It had like Paula Poundstone on it. Nice. As one of like the judges. This one, it uses celebrities. So celebrities are trying to guess who's like the right person in yeah. the uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like the one I was watching, it had like fucking David Arquette and um, the host of uh, America's Fun- Funniest Home Videos, like the like the long time one. Tom Bergeron. Oh, yeah. He used to do Dancing with the Stars too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Tom yeah, Bergeron. So Tom was, yeah, there it is. So I was I was watching that. I was like, no shit, this show is back. And I think the the one that they were trying to guess was who, like it was three ladies, and they were and they were uh, asking him who was a former dancer on Soul Train. I was like, ooh, that's pretty damn cool. So anyway, nothing to do with PK Subban. I don't yeah, well, I was how like, how we got this? on that <laughs> topic. Ick. 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 That's right. History oh, yeah. lesson. Then I went, Whoa, actually. Um, so can we talk about, um, Andre Markov? Um, so, oh, that's another interesting wrinkle in this, isn't it? Beth, go right ahead since you mentioned it. Okay. So, um, back when this whole PK Subban night was announced, um, and everybody was like, what the fuck? Um, or some of us were. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it was. We were. We're like, why? it came out that the Habs initially wanted to do a night with Andre Markov and PK Subban at the same time, but Andre Markov's schedule did not currently allow for that. And PK Subban was not like, oh, let me just wait. Let me do I just because I, I have so many commitments that I can't wait until Andre Markov's offseason for his job, whatever. Um, but then Andre Markov got fired today. So he could have just waited a week, a week. Yeah. <laughs> and it could have been P.K. Subban and Andre Markov night. And that um, would have been, I would have watched better. that. Yeah. I would have watched that for sure. Yeah. Even though P.K. The... already had his night and I still don't get it. But yeah, yeah, he yeah, already yeah. had his tribute. But now I get, I, I'm kind of starting to understand what the, the precursor is for this. It's like any player that retires ought to have some sort of send off. However, I'm going to bet cash money that Devontae Smith-Pelly does not get a night. Yeah. Even though he, yeah. you know, won a cup. But yeah. and also he didn't have like, you know, as as much of an impact with the Habs too. So I get it. But if it was Suban and Markov, woo! Like that would have been incredible. Yeah. Bring out I, the confetti cannons. Like I wonder if Plakenic's gonna get a night. Oh, of course. Well, we were there, remember, Dave? You and I you and I were anyway. Oh shit, were but, we? Yeah, we were there. Um he had just he had just been told no new contract for you. And he was in the box with Bergevin. And it was at, you know, in between, at like a commercial break or whatever, we gave him an ovation. That was the Vegas Golden Knights playing in Montreal. Oh, it was that night. It was Pacioretty's first night mm. back in Montreal, which is why we picked that game. Yeah. And the Habs turned out won. to be the right game. Yeah. It was a good game. It was a good game. It was a good time. Um, and. In 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 
Ta ta! Oh, Didn't he get a hat trick? That was the that was the the that genesis the of the ta ta. Yeah, meme. That's amazing. Wow, we really which really is kind of which was kind of cool considering that the reason that we picked it was because of Patchetti. Yeah, that's funny. Jeez. So that's the other thing too is that if Subban had waited, or we don't even know what that's a, this is all speculation. The Habs couldn't like oh we're gonna have a night anyway since it's the Predators. You know I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure the new marketing angle with um, Chantel is trying mm-hmm. to, you know, go move mountains to try to do as much as they can to reconnect the players with the fan base and all that stuff, which could segue into another interesting topic that was brought up by Mitch Melnick on Twitter mm. when he mentioned. Haven't the announcements for injuries been wildly inaccurate lately? It's like the timelines keep changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we'll mm-hmm. be told, oh, this person's out for three years. And then they come back like six days later. Like who came back yesterday? Fucking. Matheson. Matheson. Yeah. Matheson. It was like, oh, he's out for like until February. Right. Which isn't yeah. far. Oh, yeah, he came. Yeah, yeah, Matheson came but back. But that wasn't and... the first time it happened, though. Like, didn't something happen with Sean Monaghan? This was after he debuted, I think. Like, he was out for, like, a second time. Yeah, Math- then... uh, Yeah, Monaghan, though, has, like, a history of injuries. And maybe he was trying to yeah. pull through something. And who knows yeah. about that? But it is it is just strange. Wow. In that game against the Jets yesterday, Michael Pozzetta had 11 hits. He was all over the place. I'm just going to throw it out there. Nobody else on either team had more than four. He was, maybe he's working through some things. Just a man possessed and a plus one. Good for him. So He had a good chance too. But Matheson, um, oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hollabuck. More like Holabuck. <laughs> yeah. No, but Matheson with an assist in his first game back, which is did good. Did you notice, Dave, did you watch that game? No. Twice I caught Hollabuck wanting to dislodge his net oh wow he wow. nice i saw him he's like it's, it seems like he's always cheating and the jets um are a good team this year too apparently yeah um i'm glad kyle connor didn't score kyle connor did score on the power play oh, score. fuck i was at work he was I, the only I one i thought i missed it damn oh, yeah, he was the only one yep power play goal kyle connor of course <sighs> kyle connor too he had like he that fucking asshole I can't wait for him to be seven shots on goal. That's right. Seven shots on goal. The second next most was, oh, (laughs) six by Dadanov, who had two goals in this game. After he had like a goal that he missed. I was listening to it on the radio with uh, Momesso Momesso and uh, whoever the new uh, um, uh, Dan is. And, um, Oh my God. Like they were like, man, dad and I was got to shoot at some point. And then like <laughs> a few minutes later, it's like, bam, goal, bam, goal. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Dad enough hat trick watch. Who would have yeah. thought? Um, Imagine if he'd gotten the hattie. That's wild. Oh man. <laughs> that is so wild. But um, so yeah, Matheson comes back and we're talking about, or we were talking about um how the uh, messaging about injuries has been kind of weird. Um, I guess we can talk about the rest of the injuries that are oh that came down the pipeline as well. Once I get up there, um, man, we actually have a lot to talk about today. Uh, medical. This was from earlier today. Uh, we learned that Yuri Sofkovsky will be out for three months. What? I didn't hear that. What? Yeah. Why aren't you on Twitter? Out for three oh, months I don't look with a lower body injury. No, no surgery required, but he'll be out for three months, which according to Habs clock is going to be like, you know, a week. Um, so sorry. What what does he have? Lower body lower injury. body injury does not require surgery. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Drouin. Three months. What? Yeah. Months. Three months. MCL. MCL maybe. Maybe. He's a kid. He'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Drouin uh, will be out until the All Star break, which is another thing that was actually really weird about this a medical update is because they're like three months for Slavkovsky and some other people. Uh, two weeks here, one week there. Jonathan Drouin, he's out until the All-Star break. It's like, what? How, how long is that? It's like two and a half weeks or something like that. It's so mm-hmm. strange. Just like three weeks. Like, why, why, why yeah. does the All-Star break matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake Weird. Allen 
he'll be out for a minimum of one week. So that's it. Once one week hits, he's playing the next fucking game, no matter <laughs> what. Minimum. Although Monty's been doing, he's, he's been, been doing spectacular. That yes. is quite a story with Montambo, which also makes you wonder. Once they changed Doc to center, which was not with the Nashville game, I misspoke about that. But once they changed Doc to center, that the the defense like collapsed into something that might be helping Montembo quite a bit as well, mm-hmm. which is nice. Not to say mm-hmm. anything against Montembo, but there have been games where I'm like Montembo. Well, that was terrible. He but, was he was really. Just really good last night good. and really good on Sunday too. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, yeah. He I did back to back on the weekend. That's there's so much with Montembo that's so strange right now. And I'm really curious about it. But um, so Jake Allen out minimum one week. Yoel Armia, he'll be out until the all-star break as well. Weird. Did Armia, you see too, who was having a pretty good rip there for a bit? Mm-hmm. What I see. Did you see the injury? The guy deliberately jabbed him in the kidney. Oh. When I saw that and I saw how he reacted, I immediately said to Robbie, I'm like, kidney. Yep. That's a kidney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was he was doubled over. Like he was like was you that could the tell Jets him. or that the Rangers? That was the Jets. No, 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 no. It was Rangers. Truba because it was Truba that elbowed him. Yeah. That's right. It Fucking Rangers. it's weird how Truba, you know, injures players like every week or two. Weird. Just strange. Uh, Jake Evans will be out eight to ten weeks. Aye, Lower aye, body aye. injury, too. Him, too, who was looking very good for a bit there. Yeah. Unfortunate news. All. Um, let's see. What else is happening there? So we talked about the weird messaging with uh, with all of that. Um, oh, yeah. Had a f- former Hab pass away uh, earlier in the week, uh, Gino Ojic, if I'm pronouncing his name right, old school enforcer, passed away at 52. He's a big, um, he played, I think it was just one or two seasons. Yeah, from uh, 2000 to 202. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, lovable guy. Mm-hmm. But um, in Vancouver is where he has, like, you know, a really <laughs> large swath of mm-hmm. fans. Um you know, yeah, you know. just just be loved, be loved around around these parts. I uh, um, I was listening on the news to uh, Yep, I was listening to uh, Sergio Mamesho, who was also a longtime Canuck as well. Uh, it was on the radio because that's what I was listening to uh, the Jets game la- yesterday, last night. Right, right, right. And um, yeah, he had nothing but nice things to say about Gino. I thought that was a uh, very sad. Uh, yeah, Gino, six foot three, two fifteen, big boy, big boy. Yep, uh, lived in Vancouver after his playing career. Um, oh, yeah, Aboriginal uh, person. All sorts of good stuff. Operated a golf club on one of the reserves, hmm. which is where he lived as well. Nice. And, yeah, did a bunch of community activities. Teammates loved him. Oh, yeah. His teammates loved him. What a big boy. That's yeah. cool. Number 29 for the Habs. So there's that. Um just looking up any other news that we missed that was kind of so, big. yeah just going back to the talk about the injuries that's that was 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 what one which was quite impressive to me yesterday playing with the jets when you see oh all of these people are going to be out forever you're like okay and we're playing the jets okay gonna lose 10 to 1 but even with all of those injuries and they didn't even have a complete fourth line no that's the other thing that <laughs> happens been playing like shorthanded for yeah um one two yep three games like yeah against the predators they were short of forward they yeah. elected to instead play with an extra defenseman uh which was justin Barron, who who he's gonna need some time but he's had sparks of brilliance every once in a while but yeah the ford yeah. core has been short uh the only time that the ford core was not short was when they were up, up against the rangers on sunday uh and that was the one yeah that was the game where armia was on the top line with doc and at center on the second line um and yeah of course you know for that particular game slavkovsky gets a hurt and so he was not in the game against the jets hence again having to go back to a weird uh lineup since they're yeah. up against the cap they gotta do all sorts of ltir stuff to move yeah. people around and make sure they keep under the cap 
for all the people that were wondering why we never spent against the cap situations mm. like this. <laughs> yeah. So there it is. Um, yeah, I guess we can talk about the rest of the games though really quick. So Nashville game happened, whatever. Uh, Habs Islanders. Um, I thought they looked actually pretty good in this game. Just they lost it two to one. Um, mm -hmm. with Casey Sikakis uh, scoring the first for. Um, oh, is that what it is? It's Sikakis. Also, it's Philip Yedel, uh, not Chidal on the Rangers. Anyway, just so you know. Oh my God, I was on the phone with a customer service person uh -oh. today, and they they said that he said to me, "Ma'am, are you Filipina?" Oh. I'm like, what? Are you Filipina? And I was, I, I, and I was asking, I thought he was saying, are you feeling fine? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but just because of my Spanish name. Anyway, oh. carry on. Sorry, Dave. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, so, you just stepped up. You can't be <laughs> on the desk. So uh, Casey scored, and then um, followed by Anthony uh, Bolivier. Uh, makes it 2 nothing. Islanders in the first period. Second period, Habs actually kind of shut it down for a good bit until Nick Suzuki gets himself a goal. Good for him. Oh God. Uh, and that was lovely. Wasn't was that lovely just a goal. wonderful play? Oh, Beautiful. yeah. Just great. Just a wonderful play. Went for it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Shots were kind of heavy 38 23 against the Habs in that game. Yeah. Which has been um, a bit of a tale. I did enjoy, uh, at the very end of the game, um, Kirby Doc just nailed Cal Clutterbuck and sent him little, like, <gasps> yes! spinning head over feet or heels over head. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, I feel like I, I hope Cal is okay, but that was, that was fucking funny. <laughs> Kirby Doc's a big kid. And the fact that he's just 21. Oh, happy birthday, Caden Gooley. Yes. He happy is birthday. now happy birthday. 21. Please, Caden Gooley. Woo! We would love to. He can Man, drink. Is, there's going to be. Two, three years, Habs are going to be a juggernaut. I'm so excited. It's going to be pretty cool. And at that time, the Leafs can't pay any of their players, so it'll be terrible again. Amazing. Can't fucking wait. <laughs> um, so the Rangers game. I actually watched uh, a lot of this one uh, at the bar. Uh, Kirby Doc, power play goal. What? A power play goal? Crazy. So Habs go up a one nothing, And we had friends there, Kathy and Becca. Kate oh. and Becca, I should say, actually, come think of it. Oh, Not yes. Uh, they were down in the Kathy. city. They got uh, heckled by men and ice thrown at them. So uh, that's very nice. Thank you, yeah. uh, hockey, for not changing your culture. For other reasons that we will also talk about soon. Yeah. Since we didn't even talk about that yet. Yeah. Wow. But I talked to Becca, and Becca said that they had a good time otherwise. So I'm glad. Yeah. But that's still stupid. They shouldn't have experienced that. There's they that. are wonderful people. They're, oh, they're incredible. Love them. Love them so Love much. Them. Um, Great bud for me. people that partake. Um. God, the plants they were beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god. And I the other on ones Instagram? are very nice to use for recreational purposes. Now <laughs> are now legal in New York State. Um, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Smoke them if you got them. So, uh, Kirby Doc makes it one nothing. Uh, halves. Then the bread maker made bread one one. Uh, that's that's Panarin for the those that don't know. Works at Panera Bread on the weekdays <laughs> when he's not playing yes. hockey. And but then it was Cole Caulfield, man, scored not at the Bell Center. Could you imagine? My God, if if he starts scoring not at home, holy crap! Two one <laughs> Habs and the Habs just locked it down, got the win. Um, so that was that was really nice. That was a surprise. And then I'm like, oh, our good fortune cannot carry over into another game. But then the Habs dismantled. The Jets in that second period. Kyle As Connor, I think I know we already talked about it all, but yeah, Evgeny Dadanov uh, ties it up in the second period. Mike Hoffman makes it gets the go-ahead goal. Evgeny gets insurance goal. And then Josh Anderson, you know, caps it off uh, in the third period, makes it 4-1. The Habs hang on for the wind. For the wind. And that was really cool. Very I wonder nice. what Evgeny Dadanov ate that day. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really, of like all the people. Because <laughs> Dadanov, to me, I've mentioned it before, like that, that, that is the most stressed looking man yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> no matter what like he's, he's doing, a, he's on the edge all the time. Something is wrong and he's worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, I don't know what, but he's, he, he scores. He's like, he's like oh just, my God. So, I can't believe it either. I'm just no, like, what? Like, 
walking like, into the bomb, um, it's like it's like ugh. they asked him to be the emergency backup defenseman yeah like they took him yeah. out. he was mowing his lawn he was in his cutoff jorts and his white t-shirt and his new grass and new balances and they said excuse me sir we need you to come play a hockey game please and he's too nice to say no so he's like, I played hockey when I was a kid. I mean, what do I not do? a kid anymore, guys. Oh. That is exactly what it looks like, though. It's like, oh, this guy's really good for not playing for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the perfect that's the perfect way to put it, actually. That's that's funny. When I watch him, I it's always like you can see, you can see where that that glimmer is, you know? Like you can see it's just almost Almost, you know, that beautiful thing that he just can't do. So it's, I was really happy for him that he got those those two goals. He, yeah, he looks cool. how I feel all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that man is walking anxiety. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so there are two other things we should try to we cover. We like him, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Dadanov's awesome. Be clear. To be clear. Yeah. I think the Habs account has to pump the brakes on the daddy nickname which i understand yeah. however. i cut off work and it was just daddy <laughs> dadanov should go to the all-star game and look like i don't know how to play hockey guy <laughs> <laughs> is so, the voting over what is yeah the... they're announcing tomorrow oh yeah yeah uh, okay. it's probably gonna be cole maybe imagine if it's can you not... not hear me again no we're, we get, we're listening to you right now oh well, okay Yes, so, so they're announcing it tomorrow. It would be hilarious if it's not Cole Caulfield. If it's Tim Stutzla, I will literally set Ottawa on fire. What? Can they only do like one division or something like that? Oh, no, is that how it's Tim working? Stutzla to go. He was. He and Cole were like vying for trending in Canada. Oh, who so, are they? Yeah, I have him. Tweet, I have his word muted. <laughs> They were neck and neck for a long time for the Twitter voting. And I don't know what it was for the polls, but yeah, if that NHL All Star vote, I finally had to mute it. What's well, done? I just now. muted it. Yeah, it's done now forever and ever. Um, so two things we got to talk about. One, uh, the fucking mid season presser was today with Kent Hughes, and we're lucky to have him. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get too far into it because the other matter is a bit more important. But he talked um Caulfield's uh contract. Who knows? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure that out. Um, he mentioned actually something really interesting about winning and losing in a season like this, where he actually spoke to Mar, uh, you know, Martin Saint Louis about it, and he mentioned, um, he mentioned him, you know, at some point, you know, winning matters, and at some point, losing also matters. So I'm wondering, huh? They're really gonna try to milk this, uh, uh, tank. Uh, lottery you know odds stuff and he mentioned the lottery odds he's like yeah losing is important for the lottery odds now of course it was framed in a way where it's like well he's just stating facts not like what yeah. they're actually going to do you know what i mean yeah but i can only imagine there are going to be some nights we're going to see people benched and like hmm wonder what the deal is with that so there's that um there was also yeah. something else mentioned Oh, geez. If I can find where it is, I probably can't, though, because this is going to be very difficult. Nope, can't do it. Um, I don't know. Had mid-season presser, and we're, we're, we're lucky to have the guy. Oh, Yuri Sofkovsky's development. Kent oh, pretty yeah. much said development isn't one path. And he says that he likes Yuri being on, you know, the Habs because he's confident but not um, arrogant about it. And uh, this, uh, the the only thing that's bad right now is that he got injured. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, that just to really sum that up, that there is not one path to development. So, yeah, there's that. I just, I really like how quickly he was taken in by the whole team. Like they, <clears throat> like granted, like I don't know exactly like what his situation is, like with living and learning English and living in Canada and everything but like the he just seems to just be really excited really happy like not just to be playing hockey but just to like be with the Habs and be with the team and have the teammates that he does for sure mm -hmm. I'm glad for that so the last thing we're going to talk about is um a great thing that happened in um oh yeah man I'm already looking at tweets about this and it gets still gets me angry kind of thing that I wanted uh, I can't even remember the guy's fucking name. Ivan Provorov. Ivan Provorov. 
for the Flyers. Um, cause, cause, stirred, stirred the pot a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Where he refused to go do warm-ups with the Flyers. Because it was their Pride night and they were wearing Pride jerseys. Why did he do this? He cited his beliefs in the Orthodox Church Russian of Russia. Mm-hmm. So I guess it'd be Orthodox Catholic Church, I think is the official thing. And you really get what people's mentality is on Twitter when something like that pops up. Because it's ridiculous. The only thing I have to say is that no belief system is more important than somebody's way of being. So, sorry, pause. Russian Orthodox is not the same as Catholic. They have a lot of they have a lot in common, but they um, do not um, adhere to the Pope. So, it has they have a lot in common with their beliefs and practices and things like that. But they do not listen to the Pope. You know what you call that? Heretics. I'm baptized, so I don't like any of those guys anymore. Fuck them. I want to see your first your baptism pictures. Or did you do communion? Did you do first communion? I um did the first communion, but then I did not get confirmed. Okay, Is but I want to see your first one? communion pictures. Yeah, confirmation happens in like high school. I think. Yeah, I didn't get confirmed. My I mother. See your, your first funny communion story. Pictures, never got confirmed either, and she wanted to get oh. married at you know thirty something and um whatever. However, however. Yeah, you have to show the proof. Yeah. yeah so she had to go to papers. confirmation with all the kids in you know sunday school <laughs> yeah like when when i was in college i was going through um what a glorious uh, time is this the adult adult version of confirmation and yeah. like i was gonna have to like go up on like a certain sunday it's gonna be like me and like three other adults and like a bunch of kids nice. getting confirmed at the same time but cool. it didn't happen so anyway yeah with ivan there that that's egregious it's cowarded cowardly and it's just it's blatantly homophobic how did, has this not happened before, though? Did Ivan... Is Ivan a rookie? No. I don't think he is. Was he injured at the other one? You're playing in the city of brotherly love. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <clears throat> I, I, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm astounded. And as multiple other people pointed out, two things. One, the league is constantly um, advertising gambling and alcohol. Uh, which are both um, no-nos for the, in the Russian Orthodox Church. And oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> he is he is on payroll to the NHL, and it is a fundraising um, a show of, I forget what it's called. It's basically, like, it's a, it's a thing that they're doing for fundraising um, during his job, his working hours. Um, so, like, basically, like, he... Not, I don't know, like has to participate isn't the right word, but like it's something that he's semi obligated to participate in because mm-hmm. of his job kind of thing. I, I can't remember how exactly they And he refused that, the fundraising thing yes. as well. There was like another event where he decided not to do it. And I don't know if it was like the Jersey auction and that like just is tied into this whole thing because you can't, you know, the Jersey, blah, 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 all that on. stuff, you know, yeah. wear the Jersey on the ice and they auction it off and that's a big cash cow. Because we need ads on the fucking jerseys. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, the um, religion the religion comment is obviously ridiculously, you know, it's just ridiculous. Because if he's only selectively religious, like, why is he picking, you know, why is he coward. picking this? He's a coward. Yeah. He's a coward. He's, so. he's been in the NHL since 2016, and this has not ever come up. That blows my mind. Because we've been having pride events for like the past what more than a handful of years, yeah. And I can imagine Philadelphia at the advent gritty. of gritty have been doing this. So yeah, what what's changed aside from Russia invading Ukraine? I mean, well, homophobia and is 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 on the rise, right? And what's one of the primary it's... things about Russia invading? You know. Ukraine, aside from, you know, oh, I want land to get land, it's also to de-Nazify the Ukrainians and also expunge them of, you know, homo, you know, uh, homosexual perverts. Yeah. So Ivan might be a zealot. 
Oh, fuck them. I, I was reading some, some fucking guy who was like, all the hate that Russians have been getting this past year. No shit, dude! Well... <laughs> Do, We're do, shooting do, civilians do, in the back. Do, yeah. do you do you watch anything? Ever? Yeah, it's just it, it's ridiculous. So it's it's, and the the response from the team, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the response the from the league is anything but hockey is for everyone. Yeah, it's not. Hockey is for profit, and that's all it is. And like another thing that people are constantly forgetting is that free speech means that you are exempt from judgment by the government. You are not exempt for any consequences um, for your words and actions from your employer or from the general public. Um, like Ivan Provorov can go and say like, I don't want to eat carrots because it's my, my, against my religion. And like rabbits could come and murder him or not murder him but like be mad about it but like we like we as queer people and allies um can be mad at him and be upset with his statements and actions and with the league's response and the team's response as much as we want because that is also our protected right under the constitution yep and so people uh. saying like don't be mad. Don't be mean to him. Like he's being, he, he's allowed to say what he wants, like under his, like for, for his religious dedication or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The free, free speech thing is such a, it, it, you know, one of their little code words, how, how, like how just the, the, the term no longer means anything. It doesn't because people don't, people just don't, they choose not to understand what it actually does. No, they've completely bastardized the word. Willfully ignorant. Yeah. And they make it cater to what I'm proud of it. Proud of it. Proud of it. So proud of it. We covered a lot today. Yeah. We did very good. We actually got to go. We're over time now. Yeah, we do. Over time. (laughs) What song's that? I don't know. I made it up. Okay. <laughs> we gotta but go. There's this thing. Okay, there's a okay, sorry. Like and subscribe. And we'll yes, talk to everyone later, friends. like next week sometime. We're back on Wednesdays, apparently, until the schedule is better for all of us. Oh no, we didn't talk about the all-star game. Sorry, Beth. We gotta go now. Bye. We still have more episodes before the all-star game.